gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready, we are ready to rock and roll. This is Lead Your Tribe. My name is Dale Sidebottom, and I am joined by my great mate, Kyle Wood. How are you, buddy? Very good. Thank you, Dale. Thanks for right. welcome and greeting. That was a little bit different. I thought I'd spice it up a little bit this morning, mate. Um, how's things, buddy? You been well? Yeah, good. We, uh, you know, sort of trucking along, another, another lockdown, <laughs> but uh, doing the best that we can. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's basically what you can do. That's where it's at, mate. We don't want to. We're not going to dive into that. But uh, I think we're talking about sales and selling today. And um, even if you don't, I suppose, run your own business, um, I feel that it, life is all about sales. It's how you sell yourself to mm-hmm. friends. It's how you sell yourself in a job interview at your business. How you bring yourself across to get that promotion or, or whatever it is. Everything sales and you don't want to do it in like a used car sales way or like in a really sleazy way. And I think that is something we both do it differently, Kyle, the way we sell and we've got different products and well, we've actually got a very similar product, but we do it in different ways. Um, mm. And I think, you know, the more we can talk about this and give ideas and we're not going to dive into the nitty gritty, but I think just brushing the surface and um, if, you, if you're not constantly thinking about how you sell or your methods of doing it, then hopefully today will maybe just get a few sparks going and, and rearrange a few ideas and give you something to take away. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm hoping will come up today is that <clears throat> there's different ways of selling, you know, so you can, I think sometimes when you think about selling and sales, it's like you must, you must tighten up inside. Like, you know, there's a party like constricts because we've all been, on the other end of someone like, you know, putting the hard sell on us, <laughs> whether it's like <laughs> big dog car salesman or, you know, buying a TV or something like that. Uh, and we all have felt that sort of like icky feeling of being sold to. So I think sometimes when we think, thinking about selling, thinking about sales, we don't want to give the other person that experience, which is good, fair enough. Um, but I think we can also... Uh, you know, there's different ways to do it and there's ways you can do it that's, that feels more natural for you. And that, yeah, that's what I'm hoping will come up today is sort of some different ways that you could maybe approach. I mean, what's selling? It's really like trying to... Um, it's really like trying to help someone sort of change their point of view. So, uh, you know, which might be then to like buy something or, you know, it might be your spouse. <laughs> Because they they don't stack the dishwasher that you want, and you you Ooh, want to help them see. So there's a good way we can do that. Where you know where we end up with um, a neatly stacked stacked dishwasher, or <laughs> there's a, a bad way where you fight about it every single um, week. Uh, so yeah. Like you uh, read read my morning house this morning, Kyle. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting better at stacking the dishwasher, but I still seem to do it wrong. Oh, uh, uh, you do. You're the, <laughs> oh, I'm the, I'm the dishwasher stacker. No, I've I've trained Zoe well now, so oh. she's. <laughs> it, you think you've got it right, and there's something wrong again. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'd be nice if I've got a little bit of praise for trying to improve my dishwasher stacking. Uh, anyway, so with sales, mate, it's something I've always. Uh, I, I don't really like selling, but I know you have to. Um, mm. And I suppose with my offerings, my membership site, Fitness Game Zone, Daily Mission Cards, and things I offer, I just sort of have them on my websites now and I don't really sell anymore, um, I, like if that sort of makes sense. Um, 
And I think I can probably do that because, well, when I was talking on stages in, in rooms, I use the resources and I talk about it. And, and that normally generates the sales for yeah. me now. Whereas um, writing blogs and emails and things, yeah, they don't yeah. come as natural to me. And um, yeah, I, I don't really like doing that, if that makes sense. I don't know. But whereas your writing doesn't come across like you are selling because a lot of time you're not, you're just trying to help and you've yeah. got a resource to do it. But I don't think I can. I physically can't articulate that enough in an email and ends up coming across selling. So for yeah, me, I've yeah. just sort of stopped doing that. Um, yeah, it, cool. it probably It probably isn't the right answer. Like it's probably <laughs> I, something I, I should try and focus on. I know I work with a copywriter and a coach to get some good copy and things, but again, it just felt too salesy for me. So um, I think the big thing that I want to say is that there's ways of selling um, and if you're good at using your products and the products work for you and you can demonstrate them well, then I think that's a great way of selling and I've found that works for me. Um, whereas, Kyle, for yourself, you know, you run an online business so you're not getting in front of people all the time. So mm. that's not going to work for you, is it? Yeah. So just uh, going back to what you said, uh, so like you're talking about you don't, you don't like pitch people through email and stuff like that. You're not like pitching your products all the time. No. Instead, you're incorporating them into the work that you do, the other side of your work, which you should run workshops and stuff like that, which I guess involves some selling too, which maybe we'll get into. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, it's, which is, you know, I think that's still like good marketing. So I mentioned like selling is helping someone see your point of view, but the first thing you need to do before, you help someone see your point of view or the point of view that you wish them to is you need to be able to see their point of view. Yeah. Like you need to be able to see the world, how they see it. Cause only then can you track a path to, you know, whatever it is. So with your daily mission cards, you need to be able to see what life is like for them currently. So you can then show them what life would be like with daily with mission cards mm. in their pocket. Yeah. I think, and also I find uh, that, you know, doing a, a webinar or a video or a podcast, it, it's great, but I feel, I've found personally that my resources work best when people can use them and feel the imp mm. impact that they have in person. Mm. Um, you know, I suppose that's where over the last 18 months, my business has been severely affected because of that yeah. main reason that I can't physically get these products in front of people to see, like I can talk about them virtually or I can talk about them on a webinar, but I'm holding that and they don't get to feel it in their hand. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's one thing I'm really noticing. And I, I suppose what I've created, my resources, Kyle, they suit what I wanted to present and the impact I want to have in the room. Um, and it's, you know, and I've had a lot of people say to me, can you send them to me digitally? We'll pay for them digitally. I'm like, no, because it goes against what I'm trying to create. And yeah, yeah. They have because of the yeah. high quality. Um, so I've had a, like I've had some really sort of tough chats with myself about. Well, <laughs> I'm sort of losing business here because I don't want to dilute my product from what it is. Yeah. Um, and I think that's you know where you look across the board, everyone's sort of had that sort of issue that they may have had to try and change something they've done. And um, I know by me not doing that, it's affected my bottom line, but um, I know that we're, never, we're not going to be in a pandemic forever, so it's not going to stay that way. Um, yep. Is there anything you've sort of felt um, with what you're offering and what you're doing these days that, you know, people wanted it differently during a pandemic or 
that you've just go, no, this is what we're doing? <laughs> I don't know. That's a, it's a big open-ended question, but have you felt yeah. like what I'm sort of saying there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get what you mean, and I understand also, <clears throat> I mean, you're working with, yeah, your, your whole thing is like play and being together and stuff like that, and obviously you've got lots of awesome um, digital sort of options as well. But, it, yeah, yeah, it's different. Uh, yeah, for me, we had to adapt pretty early because trainers were moving online, like teachers, I guess, but they needed – and so they needed stuff to do with their their clients online. And we – we <laughs> how many people in the world were running virtual boot camps before the pandemic hit? So we just didn't have a library of workouts. So we had to, like, work on, on adding that. Um, so yeah, we, uh, yeah, have adapted there and, and I guess there's been things that like, I would have liked to have, you know, I mentioned last week, it was like three years since around that retreat down here in Phillip Island on, um, and you know, it would be nice to run something like that, run some live events and actually look at running something live in Melbourne just for like local trainers this year. But yeah, organizing that stuff is, is so hard so i think that's probably for me it's like not and i'll say this this is what's coming to me especially around selling is those face-to-face interactions with the people you're serving are so important for selling just simply because you can have a conversation with them and you can you can feel what they're feeling. You can understand more about what they're feeling, which then you can take that back online and use that when you're sending an email or when you're, um, you know, whether that's a big group email, whether that's an email to a specific, you know, company or organization. And so, yeah, I think that that is something that I really miss is that like connecting with people in the face-to-face and then at the moment, you know, you can zoom with people and stuff like that, but yeah, it's not the same. And it, I do often feel like, you know, I've got to write some emails this week and it, sometimes I feel like even after doing this and serving the same group of people for 11 years, I'm like, I have no effing idea. <laughs> 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 like I do not know if this is going to land until I hit said, like I have a, I think it will, but you know, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's challenging. I think with that as well, though, that um, like I just know <laughs> if I look at my calendar that I was pretty booked up this year, you know, with releasing a book and but mm-hmm. every live event, um, I think in the last four months there's been like 20 or 25 gigs at big conferences I'm speaking at that people are scrambling like, they, like they've, they've got nothing now and they've put in all this work. Um, yeah. And it's really sad because people aren't wanting to book live events anymore because all this uncertainty that they just won't go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then again, what I'm finding as well is that people are over virtual. So so how do you get that training? How do you get that upskilling? How do you be part of something? How do you hear from some fantastic talkers and speakers? And if you you can't, if you can't be in the room, Um, and I think that's where we're at now. Last year, it was a novelty being online, doing Mm. these conferences. It was like, cool, I can do this at home. I can watch a replay whenever I want, but people don't want that now. And like you just said, that the impact three years ago when we are in Phillip Island, people, you feel something different in a room. You can't get that. 
you know, what we're doing now. I can see your face on a screen, which is great. You look very nice this morning, but I'm not getting the same impact that, you know, the six of us had in Phillip Island three years ago, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tricky. And so how do you get people to come to your your it's that tricky thing of like you know they need it still but uh i see this podcast taking a different direction now <laughs> but how do you <laughs> get them does. how do Sorry, you get them mate. to realize no it's good how do you get them to realize that they uh yeah like you know i guess like have the car or you know make that effort again because and and accept that it it might fall through at the last minute you know but the, but to make that effort to like i'm going to try and get to this this live thing. Uh, yeah. And that, to, uh, make, to, to answer that yeah. question, I, <laughs> I, I feel people, well, I'm speaking personally here that, that, but you've, you've sort of been shot down that many times that, do you know what I mean? Like you've been knocked down so much mm. that now <laughs> that the effort's just gone, that you're just like, I yeah. just don't even care anymore. Um, why keep bothering? Like, for example, we're about to ring <laughs> accommodation in Noosa. This is the fifth time we have to cancel a trip that oh we're going to do as a baby moon last year. And <laughs> the thing on the phone is the lady in Noosa is getting really upset at us. And I'm like, that's not really fair because <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, it's not as if we don't want to be there. We're doing everything yeah. right. We have a little bit of yeah. empathy here. Um, and yeah, yeah. anyway, but what I'm saying is it's frustrating for us all the times we have to change flights and all this stuff. But yeah. then it's frustrating for the other people that constantly doing all this work and not getting anything for it and people aren't coming and there's all these negative interactions and that's what I'm sort of saying is I I just look across the board now and I feel people have just given up they're waiting for things to go back to normal and yeah. they're not so yep. when it comes to say, selling and sales at the moment I just don't think people care um, mm. I know this is wasn't where we're going the conversation but <laughs> people, are, people are fatigued mate they're worn out like they've yeah. literally been beaten down that yeah. what's the point of trying because it won't go ahead. I know that's so negative and I hate being a negative <laughs> person, but this is like, and I just see it from all the conversations I have with these people running conferences. Like they do yeah. one a year and so much work goes into it yeah. and they're just deflated. Like um, I've got one coming up and I thought it was weird at the start of the year, this big um, organization said, we're going to do it virtually. And that's the only conference going ahead. And it's going to be a really good one because they've done it really well. But do, do you know what I mean? Like, it's still virtual. So, mm. uh, anyway, I'm rambling here, but I don't know. I don't know <laughs> the answer. I don't know the answer to what you're saying because we need that connection back again. We miss that, that yeah. human interaction that we can't yep. get through a screen. Um, but yeah, how, how hard do you have to keep trying for something to not really take fruition, I suppose, mate? The word that comes up for me around this is like <clears throat> a sense of relentless, relentlessness. <laughs> uh, th this is making me think of we run a community for our members, and we moved to we moved off Facebook um, a while Good ago, move. and you know there was an initial burst. And this is good sales because we we might not be selling people on a product, but we're selling existing members on using the thing that we've we've provided for them. So that you know there was initial like burst with the community, and then we have noticed a, f a fizzling out. And so been chatting, and this is we're having a team, even though my team is you know one person plus one freelance. We get in a little bit as well. Um, sorry, one my team is me plus one person plus a freelancer. 
we've we've just like adopted this attitude of like we're we're in this like 100% like we're gonna just commit to this thing and so we just keep trying to we just keep thinking of ways and we're literally like throwing stuff at the wall um but we keep thinking of ways to get people and get people involved get people committed and what's happening what i'm starting to see is like it's such a slow process but it's like one person at a time we're getting in using the community area and then like another person one more person you know out of like the 800 something people and but then the impact we're having on those people is so positive like it's it's turned into such a great resource for them and a place that they really like to hang out and and do stuff that i think that's maybe the attitude we need to have you know is this like one one at a time attitude rather than this like i'm going to get everyone back i'm going to do you know it's like if i can just get if i can just get one person to get out of that funk of like oh i'm just going to wait for this to be over and then resume my life which is still like we've already lost i was thinking you know lost a year and a half i feel like i've lost a year and a half of my life i mean it's not true there's obviously lots of stuff that's happened but in some ways yes and so how can I, yeah, like, you know, how can we help, yeah, just that one person at a time, like, re-engage with life and find a way to still get some fulfillment, still get the things that they they want? Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, well, I, I really like that. So, again, it's, it's around community. It's yeah. creating a space where people can come and go if they want um, and you constantly show up. But I think what I'm finding with people is that in your case, you're doing really well because you're still showing up. You're still there. You're still there for people. Mm. I'm finding a lot of other people just like it's, do you know what I mean? Like they don't have a space online or their business isn't that to have people showing up. They, yeah, they yeah. keep turning up and they keep getting kicked down. And I like I've got online space. I've got communities like that too. But my energy for that is I don't have any, and I don't really care. And I've never felt like that before. And it's a really yeah okay. I don't like saying that, but that's just how I feel at the moment. So yeah. I'm not showing up. I'm I've stopped doing my own podcast because I I'm not mentally in the right spot to mm. keep going. Um. So for me personally, like I spoke about um, on last week's podcast, instead of focusing on building my business and showing up for other people, I'm showing up for me. I'm doing mm. things for myself um, and my family because if I don't do that, I'm I'm going to really spiral, spiral with all these other things I can't control. Um, yep. So are you finding that as well, mate? Like not, not personally yourself. I know we speak about, you know, the ups and downs because we're all feeling it. Yeah. But are you noticing that with other people that you're working with that it's just, it's not as too hard that <laughs> it's, they're just over it in, in a way. Yeah. And I think I've seen people go through some spots and come up out of them. And I think, the one attitude we've just tried to have is like, is accepting, accepting that. But it, I, yeah, like you said, I'm not involved in like the face to face game as much. I think your roller coaster through this has been like much lower lows, much higher, like, you know, and much steeper. Yeah. Much oh, steeper descent, <laughs> like you know, just descents may the, fall off cliffs. Just the floor <laughs> dropping out, you know, the Tower of Terror, just like <laughs> one minute you're up there and then the next <laughs> you're plummeting. So, 
yeah, I've definitely had and personally had, you know, weeks where there's just and I think we did that episode on um it was a popular one because of the name of it, which is like you um are you eating the soup? Which is like it's yeah. like that that story again. It's like you, you get to a point where you need to make sure that you're you're eating the soup. That we just talked last week about giving and how important yeah. it is. But there is those points where it's like you can't give what, what you don't have. Yep. So if your energy is low, you you're limited by what you can give to the people around you. And you definitely it's going to come across if you're trying to sell anything. So I think you're making the right move by being like, okay, what can I do right now to like fill my bucket back up so that yeah. I can then give to people again? And yeah, as I was saying, I like, do you say what you think maybe just everyone's feeling, but maybe well, they're not filling their buckets? Yeah, I, no, I, I just think that too often, I, I think in life people don't fill their buckets enough, Kyle. And I see that, yeah, that true. the way people talk to themselves and put themselves down um, is disgusting and they'd never do it to anyone else. And I think um, going through everything we've gone through that this is an opportunity to really maybe think about the way you act and treat yourself and speak to yourself um, mm. and listen to yourself a little bit more. And I know doing that now that, um, yeah, I've, I've done that for years as well, that I, I probably haven't put enough time into myself. And so I physically am still working. I'm still doing a few things here and there, and I've got things on the go, but I'm not as I'm not as concerned about that as what I used to be or how pedantic I was because there's bigger things in the, in the world at the moment that, like we said, I, I want to drink the soup. I want to drink the water. I want to drink whatever <laughs> because I want to feel good myself. And, yeah, you know, that there's so many things I can't control. So focusing on what I can, and it's very similar the last podcast on kindness, that is something you can control. And it does make me feel better doing things for other people. But I also need to do it for me. And for me personally, that's not stressing myself out about am I writing emails? Am I selling? What's my mm. business doing? Um, mm-hmm. Because that's going to have a really – negative effect because people may not want my services or products or what at the moment. Um, And I don't want to be in a situation where I feel like I'm selling something and then no one wants it and I feel even more deflated. So um, do I mean? I I feel this is an opportunity, you know, to put it all aside and make sure that you're in a good space because when you have a good day, then, you know, you're more inclined to maybe, oh, I'll do this now, get back on it, but don't force it. I think that's one of the things I'm noticing that I really listen to myself now and it's not go, go, go. It's listen, 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 and then, all right, today's the day I'll do this. Today's the day I don't need to do that, if that sort of makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I like that don't force it. I think that's that's an important thing to to check when you're – if you feel like you are forcing something – to make sure you like that's a good time to take a step back or look is there is there another way I can do this or is there a way that feels more you know and this is definitely related to selling and say like is this a, is there a way that feels more easeful to do this and even with talking about I use the word relentless with our community but we've been doing that there it's like what's something I know I can do what's a way I know I can show up every week you know in a small way and focus again on that consistency rather than big it's like you know it's like being in a relationship with someone the relationship's built on that consistency and the small actions it's not built on you know the big 
trip you surprise your partner with or, you know, like the big, yeah, what are they called? You might not talk uh, on that trip. Those, you might not talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big, you know, if you're then a terrible person, the rest of the year doesn't, doesn't make up for it. So I think, you know, looking at selling is the same thing. It's like, and, and meet your energy level where it is. Your energy level might not be, oh, I can't do this thing to this level that I, I used to be able to do. Um, but I know um, I can do less. So I always think, I'm always thinking about trainers. So I'm thinking about with trainers, like maybe if, you're, if your session numbers are really low at the moment and you don't feel like you're showing up and giving 100% every session, maybe you make the hard choice to, to reduce the number of sessions you run each week but you then have the capacity to show up 100% for each of those sessions. And hopefully that will like condense your clients down as well. So you're getting more people at your classes. Um, and it's not always the easy choice, is it, Dale? But sometimes no, that's that's part of looking after yourself. <laughs> big time, big time. And I, I think with that as well that um, I know personally, like we, we do this on a Monday morning, this podcast, and that's yep. been the one thing over this year since we started to gain that that's been the one thing I do and it starts my week off and then at least, at least I'm having one win for the week, if that makes sense. I know yeah. that may sound really like, geez, you, you don't have much going on at the moment, but when everything else, you know, you can't control and there's a lot of disappointments and things like that, I think showing up and doing that one thing a week and being being consistent with somebody, like I said, I'm going to do this podcast with you and I'm here each week. There's been a couple of weeks mm. where one of us may not have felt so crash hot, but yeah. without fail, we're nearly here every week. And I think that's been important for me. Um, yeah. You know, and like I don't have the strength at the moment to do my own podcast that I was doing weekly for four years, but that's all right. I can come back to that. That's fine. But I think showing up and if you don't, physically or mentally have the strengths to do it yourself find someone else to be accountable with um <laughs> and i just knowing that mm. you're going to be here has been really helpful for me mate so yeah, yeah thank you you're welcome and likewise this morning i was feeling a bit you know the same i was feeling a bit uh you know i think just being back into the lockdown and it's this, this was meant to be my my week off and i was meant to be you know going away and um and yeah but then it was also like, okay, let's let's pick a good topic. And I know we started out with the intention of talking about sales and selling, but I think this is really important because I think this is so timely that this this is what we're all struggling with in terms of like selling and trying to find clients and things at the moment. Um, that it's a very it's very timely, yeah. Mm, but don't sell yourself short looking after yourself. <laughs> Oh, that's strong. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, nice. I think that's, that's where it's at for me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so start selling yourself on things you need um, before yeah. you start servicing anyone else. Like, um, and I think that's something that I'm noticing, and I think that's a positive that I probably would have never ever felt or experienced um, if we hadn't had the last 18 months we've gone through, mate. So I think wherever mm -hmm. you look, there are positives. Um, I know they may be few and far between, but. Um, I think you can always take something out of it and um, grow yeah. and learn for the better of it. Yeah. Yeah. So quick, uh, before we go, what's one thing that you've been finding helpful lately to look after yourself? Uh, so I've, <laughs> I've got a really, I've, like in my recording studio here, another part of my shed, I've built a really nice gym, but I've found each day, that if I set a 30-minute timer and I do um, 10 burpees every minute for 30 minutes, so I get <laughs> 300 in, 
Um, <laughs> it's seriously, it, it stops my mind. Um, yeah. Put a heart rate monitor on, and I am like nearly gas the whole time. Um, <laughs> it's that's my. It actually stops my mind. Yeah. It's giving me that other one thing that's non-negotiable. And I said, I've said each day on lockdown, I'm going to do that. Um, yeah. And some days are really hard. Some are easy, but yeah. I'm doing that. And I know once I show up and do that for myself, then it's again, it's having a win. So that's one thing that I know people think. Jeez, you're an idiot. Why would you want to do that every day? Uh, and the reason is because it's challenging, it's hard, uh, and I don't always want to do it, but I, yeah. Yeah, I do it. So, but great. It's, Top, like, mate. it's like doing an ice bath or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, for me, uh, yeah, what clicked this weekend? I think, you know, for me, it was like, and it's like, how many times can you clean or tidy the house? But, um, <laughs> you know, I wrote myself like a list of things that I wanted to do around the house uh, and then spent the weekend sort of knocking those things off. But in like a very like chill way, like there was no regiment to it. It was like, all right, what do I feel like doing next? And then between that had this like really nice little um, family time, you know, moments as well. And, you know, my daughter's at, she's nearly turning three and it's just, you know, it's such a good age. Like they're just hilarious. You have conversations with them now and just like, the way their brains work and stuff. Um, it's just so funny. And, uh, yeah, so I think that that was a good one for me. And I feel like I've been struggling lately to be present with my family. So, really, like, it was kind of like surrendering to that a bit because it's like, well, got no choice. I, I can distract myself, I guess, with, like, digital and screens but uh, I just set a rule at the start of this lockdown that that I wasn't going to do that, and um, yeah, it's been and I feel just like I feel so much better for it. So good, mate. That's, well, that's, that's, that's like, brilliant. Yeah. I think with that, yeah. like what we're both saying is we've just found different ways to be present, like with yeah, and, and they're different things, but showing up each day and doing that for ourselves and our family. Um, yeah. I think that's what you really need to focus on at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Cool. Thanks for the chat, great man. Have With a wonderful that. week, everyone. Yes. Thanks, Dale, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>